0: to Ship City, the greatest Boston sports podcast, this side of the 495, made for the greatest fan base in the world. I'm your host, Connor, joined by my good pal, Aaron, and just like that friend you always invite to your Super Bowl party, we're here to hang out, have fun, and most importantly, talk ball. Welcome to our fucking podcast. Aaron, my good friend, how are you?
1: I am great. It has been a week.
0: It sure has. I don't even. I, I. We're gonna talk about we're gonna talk baseball last again because there's a lot to talk about. Mm-hmm. Surprisingly, for for a week that entailed signing Cooper Criswell and Roberto Perez, there's a lot to talk about with the Sox. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, it's been a whirlwind. Uh, I have whiplash. Not fun.
1: Yep. But, you know. We're hoping that something's gonna happen soon, so <laughs> we'll uh, we'll we'll dive into that. But um, yeah, we're not gonna do any sort of opening trivia. We're not gonna do any sort of like opening debate because there is a lot to talk about. Not only do we have all that Red Sox stuff, we had four Celtics games this week, three Bruins games, and a Patriots game as well, and so a partridge and a pear to tree. Discuss. Yes, it, and it, yes, a <laughs> partridge <laughs> and a pear tree. Um. So, um we're going to roll right into our recapping our predictions. And Connor, did you write down the predictions this time? I did. Okay, so you actually have, have them. <laughs> okay, let's hear it.
0: So, we're starting with Celtics. I thought they'd go 3 and 1, drop one to the uh Magic. Nope. Prove me wrong. They swept yeah. the week. Beat. Cleveland they dropped first. all
1: of them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now, listen, this is the, these are the ones I love being wrong on, where I think mm-hmm. they'll lose one of four, and they lose none of four.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so that was great. Bruins. I think I had them going two and one. They went one and two. That, you know. I don't like being wrong that way, but uh, and then Pats. It got cut off because of the Otani bomb, uh, his contract, which is still absolutely stupid. Um, yeah, but I said the Pats would lose, so and they did, and they did.
1: Spoiler alert!
0: <laughs> <laughs> Shocker.
1: Unsur- unsurprisingly, yeah, um, yeah. So but, I mean, b- hey, better week. Oh, did you have? Do you have any Red Sox predictions?
0: I said they'd make a move, which they did. Well that's all right. that's just the rolling <laughs> prediction. Though they're gonna make a move at some point. And they did.
1: Fair enough. <laughs> uh, um all right, well then let's uh let's talk about it then. Roll right into the Celtics. Uh this week. Four games, two against the Cavs, two against the Magic. All home. Um, all at home, which is really weird. It's like four games in five days against two teams mm mm-hmm. weird.
0: Then they're about to go on another they're gonna go on a road trip to the West Coast mm-hmm. for like another four or five games. I didn't look too far ahead. I wanna say it's five actually. Yeah.
1: It is they're going uh we'll get into it. Yeah. Once we go into the futures. Um but uh the scores they beat the Cavs one twenty to one thirteen. They beat the Cavs one sixteen to one oh seven. They beat the Magic one twenty eight to one eleven, and they beat the Magic one fourteen to ninety seven. Um, thoughts, takeaways from from this the week of games.
0: So starting with that first Cleveland games, uh they started very slow. Um, mm. At one point, they were down twenty to six. It, it, I wasn't able to watch that game, so to my it was. Very surprising to see a screenshot of, like, wow, Celtics really showed up to play today. And then (laughs) look back, like, 40 minutes later and be like, oh, no, they actually won by seven. So, all good.
1: Yeah. Yep. Um, There's one thing that I've noticed with this team has been they've started slow a few times. Quite a few Like, enough times to where it's getting a little alarming. (laughs) Well,
0: That's how I feel about third quarters. It's, like, it's been... Like, three different head coaches now, and just for whatever reason, they if they have a big lead in going into the half, coming out, like getting into the fourth quarter, that lead's gone like nine times Although out the 10 Although I will
1: say they've been better this year in the third quarter. It's been
0: better. It's still flared its head, though. Yeah. Um,
1: yep. Um, that game, the, the Jays each had 25. Mm-hmm. Uh, followed by Porzingis with 21, and then Derek White and Drew Holiday at 17 and 11, respectively. Mm-hmm. Um, our our guy Sam Hauser at nine points, continuing his uh, reign of terror on the league. Um, and something about Sam Hauser that I've noticed where I think we're starting to see the the evolution of Sam Hauser. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's turning into his second form.
0: <laughs> well, th- this is exactly what he should be. Five shots, four of them are from three, and he'll but, hit seventy five percent of them.
1: But he's evolving into like 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 a Pokemon, like a starter Pokemon. He's evolving into his second form. This dude can dribble. Mm-hmm. He's making moves now. If you, I mean, I I was watching the um, the Magic games, and he was like crossing people up, making moves with uh, putting the ball on the floor, driving to the. And I think in the second Magic game, he had. What was it? He had uh four points and zero threes. They were both like off the dribble, <laughs> tough layups. That's like all right Well that was <laughs> the thing
0: too, like Peyton was also especially in that first magic game, he was he was getting a little finesse with it. He was like mm-hmm. high stepping, throwing behind the back passes. I mean he was feeling himself. I, I mean he, made, he went six <laughs> from seven from three, like obviously you're gonna feel feel yourself there, but yeah. Love seeing our quirked up little white boys
1: um, yeah, actually pulling out the moves and not just shooting.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, especially for like that first magic game, it was off a back to back. No Al, no Dobbs, no Cornet. Who Cornet? Uh, I guess what <laughs> suffered an adductor strain in a layup line. Um,
1: yep. And I'll tell you what, I Cornet. He's probably the nicest dude. He really he is, is so but man, fun, he, he does not look like a basketball player. It's wild that he's an NBA player.
0: I think it helps being seven feet. Oh, yeah,
1: but also, like, he's actually kind of talented, but when he he's out there, he looks a little doofy.
0: Well, that's but the thing like, about being, let's face it, being white out there. You're gonna look a little goofy, <laughs> but no, yeah, like yeah. the haircut. He looks, he's like very He looks lanky. like a
1: guy who would be working in your IT department, not oh, absolutely playing, guy, playing down low against <laughs> you know centers in the just NBA. Post, yeah,
0: just posting a Palo. No, yeah, um, but yeah, they, the Magic, who had given them a ton of trouble. Oh God, being them shorthanded too with no bigs. Literally, like Lamar Stevens was starting at center. Yeah. Um. The Nnamdi uh, <laughs> Look, needed they, they to, beat, he needed to step up, and he did.
1: They they won that game off the back of the bench. Mm-hmm. That was the first game this season where I really like saw the bench all throughout. Step D- everyone up. Everyone played besides Chris yeah. Tops,
0: who was like obviously out with illness and.
1: Or yeah. it was like a, yeah.
0: I think he. Is, it's it was
1: basically load management. Yeah, you know. Yeah, they second said game calf. of back to back, coming back from an injury. They're not going to play him.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, everyone played. Only person who didn't score was Fee, but um, that's
1: not a surprise. He's kind of ass. Yeah. No, no offense, bro, but.
0: Well, he was on his way to like playing overseas. Yeah. Uh, if we didn't give him the contract, so I mean, it it kind of makes sense. I thought he would he could be like, honest to God, That's... I thought I thought he would be quirked up, Sam Hauser, like someone who can <laughs> shoot, but also he had a lot more like he, he's much more bouncy than, uh, yeah, Hauser, but, nah. no no, uh, to, to Hauser's been able pr- to crack the lineup. Yeah, to Hauser's credit, he's a very solid defender.
1: Yeah, he's been good. It's been good, uh, but I want to talk about this magic game, this first magic game, because it was so shorthanded, and guys really had to step up. It was impressive to really see guys like Queta and and Lamar Stevens and and Brissette. um Brissett, and then obviously this usual guys Pritchard and Hauser coming in and really making an impact and showing like why they deserve to be out there. I mean, there were multiple plays where Queta was just. Grabbing boards, mm-hmm. offensive rebounds, defensive rebounds, and like making plays. Like you don't have to score. We got guys that can score. I mean, we do need more guys that can score. We would love. I would love. Uh, I've, <laughs> I've been on the record saying that we need a bench scorer. Mm-hmm. But like, even a, a guy like that who's like a big dude. Like he's big.
0: He's big. Like uh, he's he's doing a lot good. Like he had what three blocks, three boards. Mm-hmm. He, fou- he fouls out, but that's. That was kind of his big thing too. It's just he's very foul happy, but in the minutes you got all eighteen of them,
1: mm-hmm.
0: having that it was solid work. Yeah, it's like that rim pre- or uh, the big around the rim presence on defense mm-hmm. really helps.
1: Mm-hmm. And a guy that's going to hustle and work for offensive rebounds too. Oh yeah, yeah. That's a that's a huge deal. And then obviously Pritchard went mm-hmm. off, and you know um, Stevens was you know. He did his thing and helped out.
0: Like, it's. Lamar Stevens went from playing like no minutes to having to start.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. So, obviously, I'm not like really concerned that he was like a minus seven on the game. Like, it's fine.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, it was a good game. And then obviously, they came back and played them again and kind of kicked the shit out of them. Yeah. A little bit, which is much needed. Mm -hmm. Like you said, you know, magic. Have been giving us a hard time for years now. They were like what zero five coming into the last win that they had against the Magic.
0: Yeah, I think so. I mean, it, they were like the thorn in like that team's side last year when everything yeah. was looking good. Like the Magic would just roll in, and then like Franz, uh, not Franz, uh, Mo Wagner would just Wagner. would just have twenty five. Ugh. Yeah, but um, not this time. Yeah, and in the, two in the and last,
1: last game, in the last game, uh, Porzingis back, Horford back, lineup back in in order. Mm-hmm. Jalen Brown thirty one, continuing to show the haters.
0: Oh, uh, all of oh, them. The
1: haters are wrong.
0: I, I, it is so. I'm so happy he's had like this very solid stretch. Like, mm-hmm. he had how much? I guess I can look it up. I have the I have the score card up right here. He had 25 mm-hmm. uh, 27 Where was it? Uh yeah, 30 in that la- 31 in that last game and then 18 in the 18, first Magic game. Which was I guess fourth best on the team, but still like he's just been like a very very consistent high-level scorer for us.
1: Yep. Yep.
0: And I saw too yep. I I didn't save this cuz I I didn't think much of it at the time, but his like his rating like with Tatum off the court has like improved every single year that they've played together.
1: Mm-hmm. I think
0: he is asserting himself as like it's not even like oh he's Tatum's 2. No, he is like Tatum's 1B. To
1: Yeah, he's a 1. Mm -hmm. You know, he's he's the man, but he doesn't have to be the man. Exactly. It's a good it's a good duality with the two of them. Like both of them are like the guy, but they don't on any given night they don't have to be the guy.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. And again, it helps when you have Chris Dops, Derek White, Drew.
1: Yeah. But well we have a stacked lineup. (laughs) Yeah.
0: It helps when like you can point to like your fifth option and just be like fifteen is fine. Mm
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We'll take that yeah. as the lowest score uh, starter for us.
1: Yeah. But, but anyways, um, they look good. Let's look ahead to next uh, the next week.
0: Yeah, so they got Road Trip coming up. Um, starting off with they're in Golden State for the Warriors. Uh, that's tomorrow night, Tuesday. The back-to-back, they go to Sacramento, face-off against the Kings. Couple of days off. Saturday, the twenty third, they face off against the Clippers, and then the Christmas Day game. They got the Lakers. Yeah.
1: I I am pumped for Christmas Day, Celtics Lakers. I'll tell you. What. Oh yeah,
0: there's. I'm so happy. Like the Lakers are. I, I they're good. I'll give them that. Yeah. They're eighth right now in the West. They're fifteen and eleven, but they. They are good. I mean, coming off the heels of a in season tournament win. Um, mm-hmm. but it's fun when that, that, like that rivalry is, is
1: good. Flourishing. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. not like trash, v, trash, be trash.
0: Yeah. Or just we beat them by 50.
1: Yeah. You need a close game. Mm-hmm. So, uh, predictions for next week. Let's see.
0: I don't think they're going to sweep a five game road trip. Um, a four game. Sorry. Yeah.
1: Four game road trip.
0: Uh, I think they might
1: sweep a four-game road trip. They might.
0: <laughs> uh, I'll give them a loss against the Clippers, but I think they okay. go three and one. Clippers have been better I with say, uh,
1: Tice. Yeah, I say that's that's a good prediction. I don't think they'll drop to the Warriors. They've been kind of a hot mess.
0: Oh, especially with the Draymond news, which
1: oh, I I want him to get kicked. He is my least favorite player like if you had to give me one player who i hate the most it would be draymond green by a country mile mm-hmm. i hate him it's i think he's probably one of the most overrated players in the league
0: i think it's just i'm i'm surprised that the they suspended him indefinitely for if if you can guess it's another physical altercation he had uh trying to mm-hmm. sell a foul he like just turned around and like punched who was it um
1: sell a foul <laughs> yes Sell. A-
0: okay so he flopped uh he flopped into punching who was it um nurkic
1: it was yes of nurkic
0: yeah he punched nurkic in the face um
1: yeah but it really i mean realistically you look at it he he punched him in the face there was no even even or butts about even it. if you <laughs>
0: want to say if you want to do like the steve kerr oh i didn't see it oh i i, I won't comment on it um this is like fresh off the heels of him coming back from choking out uh Rudy Gobert. So like even if it like, is an accident, you've I, at this point in his career, there are no more like uh uh oh, we'll give you a pass type yeah, right. incidents with him.
1: You've now earned a reputation. You've you've now done this enough times yeah. Where it's it's a pattern and it's a problem. And that's why they suspended him indefinitely. But anyways. Mm-hmm. It's a
0: good move. I don't care what anyone says about it. It's, it's what needed to be done. Moving on.
1: Moving on. Let's talk. Uh, what do we got next? We got Patriots.
0: Mm-hmm. They lose 27-17 to the Chiefs.
1: Woo! <laughs> really, uh, really surprised uh, on that one, you uh, you could tell by my voice that I was just so expecting the Patriots to win.
0: Yeah, I was watching. Um, I went to Sliders; it's a little sports bar and grill with my girlfriend and one of her friends to watch this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, th- we were collectively more excited for like the three times they put Taylor Swift on the screen <laughs> than when <No. laughs> when the Pats did anything.
1: Yep, I'll tell you what though, um, Taylor Swift did show. Um, wasn't sure if that was gonna happen. She did show up, mm-hmm. so good for uh, <laughs> Travis Kelsey and the and the Chiefs. the the fan uh, the the big their number one fan is uh yeah that is in the box. I'm glad he sh- um, he
0: showed out for her with five catches for 28 yards.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> and one flop. One I mean, one flop. <laughs> I do love Travis Kelsey. Like the Kelsey brothers are are quickly rising my list of just my my favorite players just because like they're so down to earth. Mm-hmm. Um and like they're legitimately good teammates and and Travis Kelsey especially is like he, he's such a good tight end and he's so like all about his teammates, all about like I just like playing football, man. You know that kind of attitude? Yeah. And I can, I can get behind that. As much as I hate the Chiefs. <laughs> yeah. Um, but this isn't a Chiefs but this show. A, this was a... Patch. This was a tale of two halves, really. Again. Again. <laughs> yeah, that's
0: that's what I wrote in my notes. Um, zappy, good first half. <laughs> the, the second half...
1: What? Bad. Bad.
0: What? To move away from the game, even, because... I, it's it's obviously the most important thing about the patch moving forward. Like obviously you're picking second in the draft.
1: Well, there's still a chance they, they could get. They're, first. they're picking
0: top two in the draft. Yeah. Um. Obviously the quarter they're gonna take a quarterback have to. Do okay. you even c- try to like keep Macker Zappy as like a backup? Um. Because they did lose Malik Cunningham. I want to say it was this week. Um, I think
1: Zappy could. I mean, I, I don't know what their contracts are off the top. I think Zappy would would be a fine backup, like an emergency backup. I think. Um,
0: well, they're definitely they definitely shouldn't pick up Mac's fifth year option.
1: No, he was what Mac twenty still has twenty. A year he, of control. Yeah, he's got
0: one year left. I've, I'm pretty sure if Zappy does too.
1: I don't. I mean, I think you. Uh, can no, keep he's got Mac just He's got a, two
0: years. Sorry.
1: Uh, yeah, I, I think you can keep him as a backup, or if someone wants to trade for Zappy, like, someone might want to give him a shot in a different offense or something. Yeah, screw it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I don't think you cut the guys. That would just be bad for no one. Um, maybe try and trade Mac. Get something out of him. Because mm-hmm. uh, at the end of the day, yeah, you are going to pick, you know, you're going to take a quarterback. Whether... Uh, and this is actually something I wanted to ask you, too. Do you think... That if the Patriots decided that, yeah, we'll trade Belichick, do you think they get a first-round pick? Like, Absolutely. Do you think the Chargers give up their first? That's
0: literally what I wrote down in my notes. Because, like, as we know, there's been a lot more smoke about Belichick being on the outs. Uh, yeah. Even, like, uh, Report was saying how uh, Kraft hasn't made a decision, but how they finish out the year is going to be very telling what they do.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Bill obviously, is and the... it,
1: even in the game, it it didn't look. It looked like I mean, mm-hmm. the end of that game being down ten, and just like deciding to just punt it instead of trying to make make a play to win the game at the, in the fourth quarter, mm-hmm. or you know at least get the game closer. It's like you know those those sort of decisions are kind of telling.
0: Yeah, I think because Chargers they fired Tom Telesco their GM and Brandon Staley. Mm-hmm. They're in a very win now position. Obviously, mm-hmm. I think... And their big thing has been defense. Their defense has mm-hmm. been terrible this year.
1: Atrocious.
0: That's Bill's specialty. I think... You still... I, If I'm the Chargers, I think they're picking top 10.
1: Yeah, they are. ninth, I think, right now. Ooh.
0: That might be a bit too rich for my blood. However... As the uh, like with the um, the Broncos, they traded for Sean Payton last year. They gave up a first, but it wasn't their first. Mm-hmm. They traded Bradley Chubb, got like a late first, and then flipped that. I don't think Belichick's gonna get you a top pick. But if they were, well, if they were to flip like Khalil Mack, because that that contract is not something you want if you move on or if you're coming onto a team. If they flipped mm-hmm. him to like. I don't know who, like in the off offseason. Maybe like Dallas, they're picking 27th right now. Yeah I'd, g- yeah, I'd give up the 27th pick and pay Bell Bill whatever he wants. Yep. But I still think yep. you would probably want to have a GM with him just because uh, you're also going to need to make some offensive moves and he is not that
1: guy. To do that, I mean wherever he, if he, if he goes away from the Patriots, and even if he stays with the Patriots, I don't think that there's a chance that he's a GM anymore, anyways.
0: Yeah, you know? I think you can let him bring. Even if he wants to bring like a puppet GM, I think he can't have both titles.
1: Yeah, um, so I'm looking at the, the draft position right now, and this is something that I've kind of tooled around in my head. If you can't get. A f- like that Chargers pick, for example, mm-hmm. for um, for Belichick. Then obviously the choice is to pro- most likely. I mean, it's tough though, because would like, the
0: Raiders do it? Because they well, all, they also fired their GM uh, as well. They're pick- no,
1: I think the Raiders would like their they like their guy Pierce. that they put in the interim. Yeah, Antonio Pierce.
0: But that's the thing, though. You only get the interim juice for so long. Yeah, it, it's. I think they are like, obviously are super fired up. They hated Josh McDaniels. Um, mm-hmm. So we'll see how they finish out. But that's the other, only other team that has both openings, and I think that's what Bill would want. And just off his career, I think you give him the courtesy of letting him pick. Mm-hmm. You're not like, oh, sorry, bud, we're sending you to Carolina. Have fun.
1: Yeah. Um, I will say, though, I do want to talk real quick about the draft position. I know it's super early.
0: I love the draft, so let's talk.
1: Um, Do you think there's a chance that the Bears don't take Caleb Williams number one?
0: It's an interesting debate because Fields is always, like, the past two years, he has, like, the second half, he's always just turned it on and looked so much better. Mm-hmm. I guess here's what it comes down to. I'm gonna I'm gonna po- throw it back to you. If you, mm-hmm. they're probably gonna fire their head coach. Yeah. If you're th- the new head coach, would you rather have Justin Fields, and let's say they trade back with Washington? So mm-hmm. to get, you get pick four. You'll probably get at least another first, probably a lot of uh, a couple seconds as well. Would you rather have Justin Fields pick four and five and then all those day two picks or Caleb Williams and probably like uh, a second round pick or a third round pick that you'll trade for Justin Fields?
1: Yeah, I I don't know, man. I think it's tough because like obviously the Bears right now have the seventh pick anyways.
0: Where are you looking? So...
1: Uh I'm on ESPN. Oh, I'm on Tankathon. Okay. I'm looking at ESPN's projections. Uh they're projected right around that seven between seven and nine, basically, anywhere in that space. Mm-hmm. Uh ESPN's got them projected at seventh, but like they're in such a weird situation because they have the Carolina pick. And like Their own. they don't necessarily need a quarterback.
0: I think the thing is this is, what, year four? This is going to be year four of Fields. And if you bring in a new head coach, do you just want to reset, like, the quarterback uh, quarterback contract uh-huh. so you can get on your own timeline? Because if you keep Fields, you never want to, like, try to project what happens next year. Like, you don't want to be like, mm-hmm. we'll keep Fields, and if it doesn't work, we'll just draft qb1 next year like mm-hmm. right you have the first pick right now and you do have two insanely talented top qb prospects and caleb williams and drake may i yep. i think you rip the bandit off you trade fields maybe to atlanta um for their second round pick or if they're a playoff team maybe you can you could egg them on for that a late first but and i think you just take caleb
1: yeah, I don't know. I I just the more I think about it, I just don't. I I think it would be a mistake to just just cut ties with Justin Fields when he has proven that he can be the guy. Mm-hmm. Like he can be like a Jalen Hurts kind of guy if you just build around him. Like the they, really what it seemed like recently is the only thing that separates Hurts and Fields is the fact that the Eagles have a good O line and good receivers.
0: Yeah, that's the thing. It's like they're still like does he hold on to the ball too long? Like, does he like, are his decisions like super crisp? So I get that. But at the end of the day, like the, the compilation of drops that they had yesterday, like Robert mm. Tunyon had like a wide open touchdown that he just dropped. Oh, God, the, the game winning, uh, Hail Mary attempt literally was in Darnell Mooney's lap and he just flipped it up.
1: And <laughs> yeah, I don't even know how that happened. I don't know <laughs> either.
0: Hey, Getting back to the Pats game, Kadarius Tony, oh he God. might be the worst receiver. And like the past, we talked about it last week. How like he cost the Chiefs that game for be- lining up next to Von Miller, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. and like they he cost them. You could probably say he cost them their Week One loss against the uh, the Lions for all of his drops. Yep.
1: And then, for 95 drops. Yeah,
0: and then this game, he bobbles a ball that's then picked off.
1: Mm-hmm. It's uh, this, I don't know, it's I think he's bad. And, like, when you're the worst receiver and you play in the Patriots, <laughs> there's something wrong. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but real quick, touch going back to the, the, the draft yeah. thing, I really think that if, I, I don't know, I'm not sold on Drake May. Really? I think he. I, I, I'm not super sold. I, the more I read about him and his tendencies, it makes me scared that he's Mac Jones with with more arm strength.
0: Oh, I I don't I don't think that.
1: And and that's that makes me scared. But I think if Caleb Williams is available, you take him. If not, I think you find a way to get into that top top ten of that draft, and you go Marvin Harrison and Jane Daniels. That that would be my perfect move if you can if you can swing that like swing Belichick for a first in the top ten and you take Daniels and um, uh, Daniels and Marvin Harrison.
0: I'm trying to think how because it's not like you can trade like two and Belichick. Nah, no, that won't work. Um never well, mind.
1: no, I mean you have the prime opportunity to trade him to like a Chargers or even a Raiders if they want to do that for a first-round pick, and maybe you just throw it like the Chargers need defense. Throw in a defender. Trade Belichick in a defense. Can you do that? Can you trade a player and a coach in the same trade? I I don't see why not. I I don't don't
0: know if it's been done. I know in baseball you can trade a player for a manager. It's happened a couple times. Yeah. Um, I don't know.
1: I mean, you figure it out. I think you could do that. I don't know.
0: Yeah. But I don't know. I think – I think they – well, the Bears, they definitely should take Caleb. I think the Patch should mm-hmm. take Drake May. And then I think if you can get a first for Bill, there's a lot of – this is a very good receiver, receiver's draft. Even yeah. beyond like Marvin Harrison, like Malik Neighbors out of LSU is like insanely good. He's gotten like yep. Brandon IU comps. Keon Coleman mm-hmm. is like insanely good at uh, jump balls and just – a yak monster. Like, you can you yeah. can get only, a good wide receiver and your quarterback in the top 35 picks.
1: The only problem that I have with with drafting and not trying to move up as well is that, like, no matter who the quarterback is, you put them into the system with our receiving core, and it's not going to work.
0: Well, that's why I think you keep Zappi um, as a backup. And you... The thing is, I, I don't, like, especially with Bryce Young, like, it's very clear that he was not ready to start. And he definitely was not helped at all by the situation in Carolina.
1: Oh, no, not at all.
0: I think you need to let the quarterback develop at their own rate. And that's why mm. it's good that you have Zappy on a cheap contract for the next, like, two, three years. You have Mac for yeah. another year. You don't have to throw Drake May or Caleb Williams out there right now. You can take, like...
1: Yeah, but, I mean, when you think about it, if they draft Drake May and then roll out next season with Bailey Zappi, oh, no, there it, might be riots. There might ab- be riots. Absolutely.
0: <laughs> Listen, fan is short for fanatic. We are not rational people. No. Like, It would be the smart thing. Like, hey, let him earn the job. Don't just hand it to him. Yeah. But people are like, well, you just spent the number two pick on one. like,
1: Yeah, and you're going to roll with the dude that lost you so many. He just literally can can only play one half of football at a time. Yeah.
0: It's like, I don't care. Like, I don't care if, like, <laughs> he looks terrible. It is at least more exciting to watch.
1: Yeah. Anyways, we got to move on. Yeah. Uh.
0: Ne- um, next week, Uh, that's, that's pretty much it. It was a pretty uneventful game for the Patriots outside of, yeah. like, uh, Martu Mapu, Marte Mapu.
1: Yeah, he had another pick. He's he got ripped. Yeah, it, just, ripped the ball from a guy. Just,
0: just, uh, bullied out. Um, one of the Titans, the tight ends. uh that's not Kelsey. But next, yeah. next week, Sunday night football. If it's not flexed, uh, Patriots versus the Broncos.
1: That will. I don't believe, um, that will be uh flexed i'm pretty i i I would be shocked if they flexed out a christmas game
0: yeah i mean yeah i i kind of forgot it was christmas eve i didn't look at uh i forgot that christmas was monday but they're gonna lose um the broncos defense has definitely turned it up a bit after the 70 point blowout but who knows Broncos are hungry. Pats are hungry for a draft pick, so you can hope.
1: Yeah, we can hope. Uh who they play so they're playing the Broncos, I think they'll win. Screw it. <laughs> they're gonna win. They're gonna win. Screw it.
0: Yeah, oh, and we I guess we kind of glossed over it, but the the Panthers won too. Uh yeah. so that these recent the the win who do they beat? They beat the, the uh Steelers. These wins are uh, starting to add up and might have cost you your first choice. Yeah, well. Eh, who cares?
1: Um, all right, let's talk Bruins.
0: Mm-hmm. Make up on some time here. Where are my notes? On the other side. So they went 1-2 and two on the week. Lost to the Devils in OT 1-2. They beat the Islanders 5-4 in the shootout. And lost two mm-hmm. uh, one two to the Rangers in O T.
1: So they had multiple the all three overtime games this week. Yeah. Uh just um
0: the goalies they have been looking solid. Even Yes. In the two losses, like it's still thirty three saves each.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I think it was actually swimming both times in those games. Um It's funny too the Bru- i found- I saw that the Bruins were thirteen one and one uh when they were leading after the first period and they ended up losing that first game to the devils
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um also but also they had um uh guys out
0: yeah no zaka no play. McAvoy
1: yeah now
0: obviously that'll hurt you also we're out shot yeah. by ten which again I don't understand the game that much but i don't like seeing that.
1: Yeah. Um, but Bruins goal scored by Morgan Geeky, which Me. is probably the best name <laughs> on the team. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> um, yeah.
1: Islanders win. I mean, that are the, the win against the Islanders. I, I, I mean, that was,
0: that was a good game for them. Uh, every day mm-hmm. they, uh, they had to come back three separate times. In that game, which is, is very funny to think about. They go down 2-0 early, uh, in the second period. Geeky got hit another goal. Sort of pasta to tie it up. Yep. yep. Then uh, Van Riemsdijk tied it up again in the third period.
1: Van Van reemsteck
0: sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Names aren't my specialty. And then Lori again, at the end of the third period, tied it to get it into... Overtime and then the shootout, which yep, pasta had a pasta and coil had very disgusting goals to win it. Like, it is so impressive to me to have that much like body control and puck control.
1: Oh, I know, and just
0: have like pinpoint accuracy with it too.
1: Yeah. Um, and then. Oh, they also obviously they uh, before we even oh. moved
0: on, they killed him on the power play as well. Scored three goals. Nice.
1: Um, yep, that's great.
0: Yeah, you gotta take advantage of that, obviously. Um, but then, yep. uh, Rangers game again. Funny that they lost both OT games, two to one.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Once again, uh, yeah, outshot by over ten. Hate that. Penalty minutes no, were absurd uh, because of Pasta got hit with a um, – I want to pull it up just so I get it. The terminology right was a high stick and then uh, misconduct.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, he, it was an ugly uh, hit into the boards. He had like 17 penalty minutes, which, again, don't know the game seems like a lot.
1: Yep. Yep. Um
0: But our boy Patris had the assists on the lone goal.
1: Yes, and speaking of Patris, mm-hmm. uh he's being optioned or like I guess assigned to Team Canada for the junior world hockey championships.
0: I saw um I saw they were considering it. They hadn't made a decision yet, but I yeah. also saw They it. officially decided. Good. Good for him.
1: Because yep, he will be back with the Bruins after the the tournament, mm-hmm. so it's not like he's gone forever. Yeah, our boy.
0: But they've been managing his minutes, so it's good for him. I'm assuming that he'll get yeah. a bit more run, a consistent run. Yeah, um, probably. But we shall see. There.
1: Um. And also in the Rangers game, Pasternak ejected mm-hmm. for a hit. Um. I watched it. Uh, I don't know, man. I like, like, I'm not big on the rules of hockey, but it didn't seem, and Montgomery, the coach was saying that it wasn't really like a, he shouldn't have been ejected. It was, he hit him on, on the shoulder. He didn't hit him in the numbers in the back, but he, you know, checked the guy into the boards mm-hmm. and, uh, it was not, it was not a great hit, but also pasta not a, a dirty player. He's only got 14 penalty minutes on the season so far. Mm-hmm. Literally, uh, literally
0: but, matched that and then some in that game.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, yeah. Um, I don't know. I just surprising to see that. Uh, but yeah.
0: All right. Uh, All right. Little we'll look ahead. They got three games this upcoming week when we're projecting to record again. They're uh, they're hosting the Minnesota Wild on the nineteenth. Uh, they get the Winnipeg Jets on Friday the twenty second. They'll be in Winnipeg, um, and then Saturday they are heading to Minnesota to face the Wild again. What right. are your thoughts?
1: Um, no idea. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna say <laughs> they they go
0: three for three, A little sweep.
1: The Wild are twelve and twelve, twelve twelve and four. So yeah, I'm gonna say they win both of those games. The Jets are oh, the Jets are 18 and 9, 18 9 two. So that might be a tougher game. It might be a tougher I, they game. They might lose that one, but I believe. Yeah. Believe. All right, Cleveland. Um. <laughs> all right, let's talk. Let's talk Red Sox. <laughs> oh yeah, it's, for right. for a
0: week where nothing happened of substance, so much drama happened. Yeah. So, for those of you who are not super familiar or who aren't on like Red Sox Twitter, uh, th- things were like ugly when Seth Lugo signed with the Royals and Chris mm-hmm. Catillo of Mass Live, your Mass Live, said like, "Oh, you guys were we were in the top five or top four bidding." Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, people were upset. Especially because of the whole full throttle thing from Tom Werner. Yeah. Um. Not so, I don't I didn't have any strong thoughts on it. I do go for it,
1: and I have strong thoughts on the fan base, not on the moves. C- uh, well, like, also, god also the Royals
0: uh, also signed Michael Waka, who was my immediate yeah. pivot. Like, okay, like maybe you saw, you bring back Waka to be like your four.
1: Yeah, but like, god damn it, guys! The Red Sox aren't signing everyone. (laughs) Like, come on! Mm -hmm. And and people have summed it up perfectly. Of like, if if the if the Red Sox said we're signing Seth Lugo, we got our guy, you would have been pissed.
0: I think the thing is, it's like so many people have were like talking themselves into, including myself, as like, okay, you sign Seth Lugo, that's your three. And then you sign, like, Yamamoto, you sign Montgomery, you make a trade.
1: Like, I don't think... But it's not like those things aren't still going to (laughs) happen.
0: But that's the thing. My, my, My issue, I guess, was if they identified Seth Lugo as someone they really wanted to get to the point where they were in the top three or four of, like, offers, and he chose to be with the Royals instead, it's not a great indictment on what you can do with other free agents. Am I going to get worked yeah. over, worked up over Seth Lugo himself? No, it's more just the idea that you can't get the guys you want.
1: Yeah. But at the same time, like I, I just know that if they had said like, Hey, we have signed Seth Lugo, we got him, you know, the, the immediate reaction would have been really, this is who we're going after. Uh, yeah. You know, we're not going after the big fish. We're going after Seth fucking Lugo, it, it, but it's like, guys, Come on! You're gonna need <laughs> you can't to sign everyone. <laughs> you're gonna
0: need to sign at least two pitchers, or you're gonna have to get and going two pitchers. To. <laughs> yeah,
1: I. Uh, I mean, you look at the top free agents. I mean, Yamamoto, the bidding they uh, We'll get to it, but they're in the bidding on Yamamoto. Jordan Montgomery is literally in Boston. Mm-hmm. Like they're gonna be in on him. I, I'm. Sh- I guarantee they're they're talking to Blake Snell. You know, they're looking at Giolito. They're looking at Flaherty. Like they're looking at Flaherty guys. Flaherty signed not with like the, not do-
0: Um Detroit, by the way.
1: Oh well, all right. Well, but Flaherty's yeah, that, that's, a, that's, a,
0: that's a fifth starter right there. Like I, I, yeah, I right. no one should be heartbroken.
1: But it's like, guys, we're not gonna sign everyone. Guys are gonna go elsewhere, and you know, it we're, they're just the big fish are still out there. Mm-hmm. Like they're still there. <laughs> that's
0: the thing. If they missed out on Seth Lugo after already missing out on Yamamoto and Montgomery. Have at it. But, like, this is... I want to say this is, like, the third or fourth, like, big pitching move that's been made. If we're not counting Mm Otani, who isn't going to pitch? Like, it's been... Like, uh, I forget... uh, Tyler Glass now got traded from the Rays to the Dodgers and immediately signed an extension Mm -hmm. there. That's, like, the biggest news that's happened. Yeah. Like
1: it it's just it blows my mind like these guys aren't just sitting on the couch relaxing and having fun like they're working but almost the entire free agent pitching pool aside from a few dudes are waiting to see what Yamamoto does yeah that's really what it's coming down to even li- and you can't just force a player to sign a contract
0: mm-hmm. that's the whole point of it it's like you have to you have to pitch them on why they should come to you um mm-hmm. and even to go uh, to double up on it, it's not just the free agent uh, free agents who are waiting. It's, like, all the teams with, like, the trade assets. Like, it came out that uh, we had been calling the Mariners about their young pitching because they have uh, a stable of young horses there, and mm-hmm. they rebuffed the call because, obviously, if you wait until, like, Yamamoto signs, Montgomery signs, Snell signs, you're going to get a hungry team who's like, if it's us, it's like, okay maybe you get Meyer and Teal for George Kirby instead of, like, Meyer and Nick York.
1: Mm -hmm. Um, Mm-hmm. But, I mean, like, just the outrage that I see every single day, it's like, another day, the Red Sox haven't done shit. It's like, 95, apart from the Dodgers and the Royals, really, no one else is really doing anything either. (laughs) I mean, yeah, you you had the Yankees trade for Juan Soto which i mean who knows about that deal that might be a one year rental who fuck who it knows it is he,
0: he didn't even show up for like the uh the press conference they had to zoom him in and even yeah. even in the uh thing in his uh introduction press conference he was like yeah no i'm just going to you know play out the year and then, and then we'll go from there like <laughs> it's like yeah
1: no mention you know, of him being then, like, like, like oh
0: yeah like pitch drives are where i want to be
1: and then, obviously, the Dodgers had to give out the biggest contract in MLB history to Lando Tani and then, you know, trade a bunch of dudes for for Glasnow. Mm-hmm. And Margot, um, former Red Sox. And uh, and Margot. <laughs> yep, All right. Uh, and then and then the Royals have picked up some good lower end moves. You know, they they did Waka. They got Hunter Renfro and they got Seth Lugo. But none of those guys are mo- needle movers.
0: No, they are, like, perfect floor razors, but, like, the ceiling is not moves.
1: Yeah. You know, it's like no other team. Every other team that's been, like, I, the Diamondbacks have made a couple moves. Yeah, they
0: brought back Lourdes. Yeah. They got Eddie Rodriguez. Yeah. Um, I
1: mean, it's like, you know. Everyone else is kind of just waiting to see. But as soon as Yamamoto signs somewhere, it's going to be a frenzy. And you're going to see the Red Sox make moves because then guys are going to be like, okay, well, he got this. You know, let's talk. Mm -hmm. But no one's going to say, if you're smart, you're not going to agree to a contract if you're in a comparable tier to a guy like that without seeing what that guy does.
0: Mm -hmm. Especially because, like, Montgomery is represented by Scott Boris. Scott Boris mm-hmm. is the best in like, maybe outside of like Rich Paul, maybe the best agent in sports, and Rich mm-hmm. Paul is really great because he has LeBron, and like LeBron yeah. is uh, so attractive to other players. Um, yep. But I guess let's just jump to the uh, the Yamamoto news because this is a, this yeah. has also been a, a whirlwind <laughs> dumpster fire, <laughs> legit a dumpster fire. So as we as I have been preaching wait for jeff passen if jeff passen does not say something don't believe it um because <laughs> every like all the new york reporter reporters like andy martino john Heyman, whatever they've been like ah uh, they've been reporting about all these meetings yamamoto has uh been going on like a second round of meetings uh he was in new york met with the mets and uh Mets and Yankees. Was reported that he was gonna to go to Fenway, but now we don't know. Uh so there's um I don't know what his official title is, but um Marino Pepin. Uh <laughs> he, he is a Spanish uh reporter, I guess, who Red Sox fans might remember the name because he was the guy last year who was like live tweeting the Xander Bogart's contract negotiations. He was <laughs> saying like, Oh yeah, like it's gonna get done, like eyeball emojis and then we all know how that ended up.
1: Yeah. <laughs> he was way, <laughs> way off. <laughs> off.
0: Um so he he said a couple of days ago that the Red Sox made an offer north of three hundred mil. Got everyone f first every a lot of Red Sox fans were like, We're gonna wait. Because we've been down we've done this song and dance with you. We're gonna wait. Um and then I think it was Jim Bowden picked it up and he said, uh, yeah, Red Sox Giants, they've made a three hundred million dollar offer. Mm-hmm. Then today, literally like as I I don't know, I was I was on my lunch break, we got the passing bomb that no one has made an offer yet.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> All the $300 million reports are false because also Carlos Baerga, another Spanish reporter, had said like the Yankees offered nine years, 302 or 304.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So what Passen has said is that maybe they did make, each team had to make like an initial bid to even be in the conversation. Uh, like best way to put it is it's like a credit check. It's like, okay, are you serious? Okay, we'll we'll go from there. So that's what I think. Like the the three hundred mil reported offer was. That was their bid to get in the door with Yamamoto. Now, yep. According to uh, uh passing from uh Yamamoto's agent Joel Wolf. Today, Monday the 18th, is when they're going to start actually listening to offers. Yes. So, everything up until this point, throw it out the window. Nothing has mattered. All the reports like, oh, uh, the Yankees saved uh, Yamamoto's jersey number 18 all year. Like, they're the favorites. Or Steve Cohen literally flew to Japan to meet with uh, Yamamoto. So, they're the favorites. throw it out
1: yeah that now, now is when it really starts happening
0: yeah what, what do you even think their odds are
1: oh uh, because uh, I'm, I'm gonna look, be
0: honest i am a bit more optimistic than i think i should be
1: um i don't think the yankees have a chance just from what i've been hearing just in general <laughs> I just, reporting i don't see it yeah The insider reporting. I got my sources. Mm -hmm. Uh, The Mets are definitely in it. The Dodgers somehow are in it. Um, And the Red Sox are in it, really, are the three biggest teams that I think are are really in it. Um, I don't think the Red Sox have the best odds, to be completely honest. I don't think that they may even have the second best odds. Um, I think the Dodgers are a bit – it's tough because there's like three facets to this. Like, yeah, the Dodgers, they'll throw a bag. But also, they've got so many stars in, in, in L.A. It's getting a little crowded.
0: That's the thing. That's why I'm optimistic. Because you can contextualize with each like reported team why a, why there's a fit, but why there's also not a fit. Like, the Dodgers, yeah. they just got Otani. They just got Glass now.
1: If, and they have Freeman. If, and they and have Mookie. Betts. And it's like, and, 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 and. Exactly.
0: <laughs> so, my thinking is... Unless someone makes like a stupid offer. Like all the reporting is now it's gonna be a three hundred million dollar contract. If someone bumps it up to like three fifty or four hundred before the, the uh I forgot the word. Um before like the the um the kickback to his uh MPB team.
1: Yeah. Yep.
0: That that's he's all theirs. Like that that's like yeah, stupid right. money. That's
1: but too much but if if
0: all money. the money's the same, it really matters like what he prior- is going to prioritize. Because if he wants to be, yeah. like, the guy, he's not going to go to the Dodgers. He's not going to go to the Yankees. Red Sox need an ace. Mets need yeah, an ace. and he'd
1: be the guy. But then the thing is, but, too, like And the difference between the, the... I mean, look. The Red Sox have their issues. Mm-hmm. Yes. But the Mets are a dumpster fire. The
0: Mets, <laughs> I feel like... Just because it's, like, Steve Cohen, everyone's like, oh, yeah, no, they can get him. They can afford him. Like, the Mets have been a dump, like, a train wreck since, like, the 80s.
1: The Mets were so bad that they had Justin Verlander and Max Scherzer last season and were so bad that they had to get rid of him at the trade. Well, and
0: that's the thing, too. I think it was with Max Scherzer, or maybe it was, I think, whoever got traded... It doesn't even matter. But they basically told one of those pitchers like we don't expect to contend in the near future. Like we we might have fucked up giving you and Verlander and uh Scherzer forty five million dollars each a year. Mm-hmm. Um Plus like they yeah, they no. just have like the worst luck too. Like their top one of their top prospects, Ronnie Mauricio, is out for the year now. Yeah, and a year after they just lost, they lost their closer during the World Baseball Classic for the entire year. Yeah, like if if, yep. if I'm Yamamoto, there's like I got some I got some concerns there. Like,
1: yeah, sure, sure. I mean, yeah, the Red Sox have defense issues, but like, listen,
0: <laughs> Red Sox have
1: that's of every issue.
0: Here, here's my pitch. Like, if I'm in that meeting and I if if again huge disclaimer if the money is like like similar across the board you're the ace look at what happened when pedro was starting like pedro day was like a, a city-wide holiday like even even
1: dice oh, day, Dice-K day. When they got dice uh,
0: that uh, that was and my uh,
1: <laughs> they had 12 photographers watching him warm up yeah on his opening day start that's
0: that was gonna be my next point Look at the, the even recent, not even, it doesn't even have to be historical. The recent success with like Japanese players, Daisuke, Okajima, Koji Uihara, uh, Junichi Tazawa. Like they, these guys have won rings here. Like mm-hmm. that's something like Yankees haven't won since 09. Dodgers have like a, a Mickey Mouse trophy. Giants. They, they, Mets. yeah, Ugh. Mets haven't won since Bill Buckner let that ball go through. Uh, Giants are the only other team that uh, I think can say like, yes, we've also had like the World Series rings. But like there's a reason they have so much money and there's a reason why no one is taking it. Like mm-hmm. you just keep hearing like, oh, they had they had a similar offer for Otani, but he didn't want to go to uh, San Same Fran. Friend. Like for all like the negatives with like this Red Sox team, there's so much that they can pitch him like they've mm-hmm. yes they've finished in last place like four of the last five years they have a young core ready to compete they fired their most recent gm because they felt like he was not the guy to lead them now they feel like they have the guy they've f- just from like a personnel perspective they've completely revamped their pitching uh pipeline mhm
1: and they got studs in the in the minors coming yeah. up who are going to be like
0: and, and then competitive. The most important thing: none of those guys are pitchers. They, it's not like they have some like mm-hmm. ace in the hole like waiting to come up to usurp Yamamoto. If if he signs yeah. with the Red Sox, he is the ace for like pretty much the entire tenure of that contract. Yeah, that's the thing I would pitch him on.
1: It's attractive. I'll tell you what, you're talking me into it more and Listen, more. Yeah, but. but
0: that's the thing. If ownership is going to like put their nuts on the table and say, yes, we're going to be in this with the Dodgers, with the Mets, with the Yankees, then I think that they have a very compelling case. And then you also have yeah. Fenway. It's like literally the most historic park in all of baseball. Yeah.
1: Yep, but it has to be at the right price. Like 300 mil, that's a lot of money for a guy who's not pitched in the MLB. Yeah, but like if Steve Cohen comes in and says here's 400 yeah, four, mil, d- it's like no, you gotta have you gotta have not. a walk
0: away point. <laughs> but like yeah, like 30 mil, it, I, I'm gonna try to pull it up right now. But like 30 mil for a pitcher is like fifth most. Which, mm-hmm. if he is what everyone is saying, and I feel like they do have, um, like they're finding ways to make the met- his uh, stats transfer over with like spin rate and pitch data. Mm. If they signed to him for like thirty mil a year, that would be one, two, three, four, five, six, seventh most, like in terms of average annual value. Yeah, for a twenty-five year old. Like, who projects to be an ace, even if you add like two runs, he is still like an ace. I think you do it. I, where I would walk away is if that got to, I mean, it's not my money. So, I, if they give him 35 mil a year, I don't care. I, but I think anything, if it starts with a four,
1: damn, that's a little guys. That was, it's just, it's the whole unproven thing that really is what scares me from that sort of like...
0: I think if he got... Granted,
1: yeah. as as great as, sorry, as great as like this guy is projecting to it's be. still a projection. When you look historically, well, even when you look historically at Japanese pitchers, like Shohei and Yu Darvish are the two greatest success stories. Mm-hmm. Everyone else, it's like they come over, it's the same sort of like, this guy's revolutionary, they're so good. And then, yeah, they have a couple decent years, and then that's it. They flame out.
0: I think with Kodai Sangha looking as good, at least it, it I don't want to say fluffs the image, but it definitely helps, like, mm-hmm. the, the, it will transfer over side. Um, yeah. But again, not to keep dragging this out because we are running long. Um, came out, too, that Jordan Montgomery's camp was using, like, the Carlos Rodan deal as, like, their starting point, which was 6 mm-hmm. for 162, 27 mil a year. It's not not bad. bad. I mean, I, I figured he'd be in the yeah. 25 mil range. You, would you give him 6 for 180? Because assuming there's going to be a yeah. bit of a bidding war once Yamamoto signs elsewhere, you would give him 6 180? I would. I think I would too. I mean, I, I was looking it up at works today. Like, he is so, like, this is, like, your opportunity to make right with, like, John Lester, in, in a way. Like, John Lester mm-hmm. and Jordan Montgomery have very similar, like, numbers. Like, almost mm-hmm. the exact same K rate, walk rate, hit rate, everything. Mm-hmm. I would have... I would get, I would do that, and then you get like a bit more flexibility to sign. I guess the next best option or make a trade.
1: Yeah, yep. Because
0: listen, you could still trade with Miami for like Jesus Lizardo is my guy if they don't get um, Yamamoto. But also the Giants, it came out from Ken Rosenthal they're they're willing to trade like some of their uh, pitching prospects for like defense of help. So like, yeah, I'll mm-hmm. I'll would, I would trade Raffaella for that too.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah.
0: But to wrap it up, it's all speculation. Yeah, it's all point. speculation. Once Yamamoto signs, the it'll like the floodgates will open. Um, and th- that's my prediction. I think Yamamoto will sign this week. Don't ask me mm-hmm. with who or when or where, but. Um, it, I think it's gonna I, happen. I agree. It probably will. happen. It's gonna happen yeah. before Christmas. I'll I'll even I'll be a bit more specific.
1: Um, all right. Well, let's uh let's wrap this up and move into studs and duds real quick. Um, I will start with my stud, mm-hmm. uh, and it's gonna be uh Mr. Jalen Brown. Here's mine as well. Proving the haters wrong. Yeah. All right. He look. He's look. He looks good. He's bouncing back after a bit of a, a, a like an inefficient stretch. I will say it wasn't a rough stretch, but um, he looks good, and he looks real good, and he's proving everyone who wanted to trade him that why he should not be traded, which is just absurd.
0: Yeah, I want to pull it up too because ESPN put a graphic out. I want to say it was after the uh, Pacers' loss about how jalen brown had like 43 points in his last two games and zero assists and mm. you know jalen called them out he said y'all corny watch watch the games uh and since that happens uh i guess it was against yeah it was against indiana he had no assist where where, where am i looking okay no assists. since Whoa. then <laughs> yeah where am i dick at uh yeah, four assists, four assists, five assists, four assists, six assists. Yeah, like, told them to just shut the fuck up. Like, watch this. Yep,
1: it's great. I love it. I love it. I'm here for it. And I love how people harped on his left hand thing so much that every time he scores with his left, he just does like a little left hand celebration. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, look, look what I did. <laughs> Um, anyways, what about, uh, what about duds? What is your dud this week?
0: More like who? And listen, yeah, who? maybe he was right about something, but it's, it's Marino Pepin. I oh think God. getting a fan base so hyped up just to be proven and not even like hyping people up because people, people just get stuff wrong all the time, but he, you know, he yeah. was taking victory laps when, um. Jim Bowden said, "Like the Yankee, uh, the Red Sox made a three hundred million dollar offer."
1: Yeah, he was on the soapbox. Oh, box, he, was, like, <laughs> he was.
0: He kept those receipts. He was dunking on everyone, and then when passing came out, it was silent.
1: It's like, oh, but I, I did mean this. Uh, I yeah, did mean this guy's come on. Like
0: that, this <laughs> is my pet peeve of reporting. If you mean something, or if you say something, you gotta mean it. Like you can't say something and then after be like, oh no, well what I meant was this. Like no.
1: Like now, nah, if it's not your your job is to yeah, say what you mean <laughs>
0: exactly. If like they made a three hundred million dollar bid, say that. Don't say offer. If you say like, mm-hmm. oh, he's going, he is heading to Fenway for a meeting right now, mean it. Don't say, oh, well, mm-hmm. maybe.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, my uh, my dud this week is uh, a first time visitor. For me, at least, of the dud of the week, it's Bailey Zappy. Um, good first half, won't lie, oh, a pretty decent first half. Off the rails again in the second half for the second game in a row. Threw a pick, had like negligible yards. Mm-hmm. That's just not going to cut it. I mean, look if you if you're if you're, you're going to be an NFL starter, you can't put together one half of football every game. Yeah. You got to put together two, and you can't. It's not like he looked like. He just wasn't, like, getting it done. Like, he looked bad again in the second half. Mm-hmm. And for that, I mean, you, well, it's, you you got through it last week. It didn't work this week. You're on the dud, the dud list. Like,
0: it, it plays for now because it, it's a lost season. Like, But mm-hmm. for your future, all you're doing is saying, like, I am not the guy you can count on. Like, I'm not even going to make this a hard decision for you. Draft, draft Caleb. Draft Drake.
1: Yeah, I think. Um, all right, um, and all right. So let's finish this episode out. Um, if you like what you listen to, um, subscribe, leave a comment, leave a rating. You know, share with your friends, all that fun stuff. Uh, it, it helps us out. We we work. You know, we work hard on this, so you know, it helps us out. Mm-hmm. Um, you can. Uh, follow us on Twitter at ShipCityPod for tweets throughout the week. If you hear any Yamamoto news, get our reactions mm-hmm. on it on Twi- on X, I guess, or Twitter, whatever you want to call it. Um, and also go to our website, PressPlayMag.com, for uh, for all sorts of other stuff that we write, that we do. You know, We have another podcast that we do. So, you know, all that fun stuff. And, um, yeah, hit us, uh, Connor, hit us with that. Headline of the week.
0: All right. Not to be outdone by Patrick Mahomes. Very, very public meltdown. Giannis Antetokounmpo <laughs> scores uh, yeah. a career, be- a franchise best, sorry, 64 points versus the Pacers. The Pacers took away the game ball and gave it to rookie Oscar Shishibwe for scoring his first career point. And Giannis was flipping out. He was, like, livid.
1: livid. He was trying to (laughs) tackle, like, all, like, the pace players. He was screaming at Halliburton, like "Go get me that ball!"
0: They they gave him a ball. I don't know if it's the ball, but yeah, new meltdown of the yeah, week.
1: In the post <laughs> the post game is like, I don't know if this is the ball, man. It's not the ball. I I played with that <laughs> ball for 36 minutes. I don't think it's the ball. It's like, <laughs> fucking
0: calm down. <laughs> hold the piece of paper like a real man. Sixty four. <laughs>
1: We'll see you. Bye.